I get it, friend. Sometimes trying to figure out how do you take care of your health and wellness in a world filled with so much information can feel overwhelming, confusing, and just downright frustrating. As busy moms and as busy women, the number one thing we need is simple. Easy to follow, brainless, and simple strategies that really help us meet the needs of our unique female physiology. Welcome to the Empowered in Health podcast. I'm your host, Erin Trier. And here, we're going to be getting real and raw about everything from fitness to nutrition to mindset, mental and emotional well-being, hormone health, motherhood, and so much more. Seriously, I'm so glad you're here to join the conversation because we need to stick together and be in community as we figure out how to continue to take care of our health as we evolve over time. Let's dive right in. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Empowered in Health. I am going to keep this one short and sweet and talk a little bit about protein today. One of the things that I've learned a lot over my entire time in the health and wellness space and the more I get into health coaching is just the importance of not only really understanding every single macronutrient in our nutrition, in our regimen and why it matters, but particularly protein. And why does protein matter so much, especially for us as women and especially as we age? So here's the thing. Protein is one of the macronutrients that keeps us really full and satisfied, right? It's also crucial for building muscle, right? And maintaining muscle mass. It is one of the best things we can prioritize in our days because it really does matter that much for overall body composition, for maintaining energy, for stabilizing blood sugar, for, you know, creating some level of body composition change. Like all of that really does matter when it comes to protein consumption and how much are we actually getting. Adequate protein matters. And so I'm going to talk a little bit today about what do I do in my day to day to really prioritize protein. And how do I very easily like up the protein grams in my meals or in my regimen, depending on what my goal is, right? So for example, right now, my personal protein goal is 165 grams of protein a day. And I'm sure that sounds like a lot and it is a lot, right? It it has taken me time to really get to this place of understanding, okay, how do I get to 165 grams of protein and What do I need to prioritize? How do I need to make sure that I'm paying attention to what my day-to-day looks like so I can get to a place of feeling like that's more of a natural process for me, okay? So I'm gonna give you like two to three tips on things that I do to really up my protein. So the first one is portion size. You know, I think for varieties of, a variety of different reasons, we have gotten into our heads a little bit on, you know, protein or I'm sorry, portion sizes and how they should look a specific way. And if they don't look a specific way, then maybe we're eating too much or maybe we're doing something that's negative in some way for our body. And that's just not the truth, right? So portion sizes should and can vary a little bit, right? Depending on what your goals are. So protein, the goal is to get anywhere from 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight, right? So I, again, I'm, I'm aiming right now for 165 grams of protein a day. So for me, my portion sizes on protein, I've had to really adjust. So at one point in my life, I was eating two eggs for breakfast. That isn't even close to enough 
right? Something that I've learned along the way. And so one of the things that I do is I'll add another egg, right? I'll do three eggs and then I'll also add in egg whites, right? So that is a quick, easy way to add in protein and add in, you know, a bigger, more hearty breakfast in order to really help yourself feel satisfied as you kick off the day. So that's one thing, adding, like making bigger portion sizes. You know, one of the things that I do use personally is a food scale. I can't recommend it enough. Um, I think it's good, it, just especially for protein, to really understand how many grams are you getting. I got a really simple, um, I think it's a Renfo scale off of Amazon. There's so many different food scales. You can just keep it really basic, something that will tell you the grams. And I personally really make sure that I'm measuring my protein out so I can see, am I actually hitting the gram amount that I am working towards right now? So food scale, upping the, the portion sizes, adding in things like an extra egg, egg white, stuff like that, that is huge. And that's been something that I've really been working on in my own personal life. And I will tell you, the more I beef up, especially my breakfast, the better I feel the entire day, right? I just feel like my energy is more stable. My blood sugar is stable. I feel full for longer. Um, I don't get to those points of like really intense ravenous moments or cravings, stuff like that. So getting adequate protein matters, especially when you kick off the day, right? So my breakfast is typically a lot of eggs, right? Two to three eggs plus egg whites. I'll usually put in like a half cup or a quarter cup of cottage cheese on the side, um, cut up some red peppers and make little like cottage cheese and red pepper boats. And then I'll have like a piece of sourdough bread with some butter or like a, a waffle, like a gluten-free waffle with some almond butter or peanut butter or something like that. So a good mixture of some micronutrients and fiber, right? Through some of the vegetables, some healthy fats, and obviously lots of protein and carbohydrates too. Kind of all mixed in there, really hitting all the marks of, of both macronutrients and micronutrients, right? So the second thing that I do, and this is something that I've really been working on as well, is adding in extra, extra protein-packed um, products, if you will, right? to things like shakes. So I love a protein shake. I have a variety of different proteins that I use. Um, I'm happy to always share my favorites. I'll actually put them in the show notes of this podcast so you guys can look at them. Um, I really love Just Ingredients protein powder. Um, I've used Shakeology. I've used Organifi. Um, I've used um, Prime Protein and let's see, what's another, what's another good one that I've used before? There are so many good ones, guys. Um, and so I wanna make sure that you are looking at ingredients, but also really thinking about like, okay, what is a way for me to get a, like a really good protein packed kind of snack inside my day that has, you know, also a variety of macronutrients, micronutrients, um, and is gonna help me feel full and satisfied. So one of the things that I have been doing is adding Greek yogurt to my shakes, right? So Greek yogurt actually, or cottage cheese, are great add-ins. Now I know for, if you're dairy-free, this might be a little bit of a hurdle, right? So some of those things like finding a dairy-free alternative can also work, right? There are coconut yogurts and things like that. They typically don't have quite as much protein content and sometimes they're a little bit more as far as added sugar goes, however, I do think it's valuable to think about like what are some additives you can put into something like a protein shake. So for example, like I will put in, you know, protein powder, spinach, banana, peanut butter, cocoa powder, sometimes like chia seeds or flax seeds, something like that. Um, we'll also put in things like phage or cottage cheese, 
and then do like an almond milk or a coconut milk base, sometimes just water for the base. But the thing is when you add in something like uh, Greek yogurt, like I use Fage 0%, right? So just straight Greek yogurt, no added sugar, no nothing, right? And one serving of it has like 14 grams of protein in it, just straight protein, no added fat, no carbohydrates. It's literally just straight protein. Um, and so that has been something that I've also been doing that's been really helpful. It keeps me full longer. It makes the shake a little bit more substantial, right? And the nice thing is, is like you can create shakes into things like creamy ice cream. That's what I've been doing more if you have a creamy. A Ninja Creamy is one of my favorite Christmas gifts that I got this year. It is amazing. Literally, you can make this kind of base that I'm describing, blend it all up in a blender and put it in a creamy container and then make it into ice cream, right? And then top it with, you know, whatever you, whatever suits you, whatever you feel like you want to top it with. But the, the key is making sure that you're adding in something else that's going to beef up the protein even more. So when I make my shakes, they're typically anywhere from about um, 35 to 45 grams of protein, which is really good for me and what I've needed. Um, and so that's something that I'm, that I have been prioritizing, making sure that I'm adding something like that into my shakes again, to make them feel a little bit more protein packed. The third thing is, as far as protein goes, I talked about portion sizes. I talked about adding in things to shakes. The third is like having quality snacks. Okay. I do my best to really focus in on my meals and this has been really hard for me. One of the things I'm also learning right now through my own studying and through my own personal wellness, through coaches and stuff like that, is the value of really giving your nervous system the time to like be in eating mode and focusing in on eating, right? That is not an easy thing to do. Most often I am eating my lunch and I'm also unloading the dishwasher and writing on my calendar what's coming up this week. I'm checking my phone and my notifications for who do I have to pick up and what are the activities for after school. You know, I'm, I'm multitasking all over the place. That is something that I've learned through coaches and my own kind of research as I've kind of gotten to know my body more and more that it's just not really the best thing to do, right? So if at all costs, do your best to sit down and actually eat, right? Like let your nervous system settle into eating, give yourself five to 10 minutes, just intentionally eat with no distraction, you know, try to be mindful, try to eat slowly and really just enjoy your food. You know, I've been in, in seasons where I just barely even remember what I eat, right? I don't even take the time to really enjoy what I'm eating because it's like I'm quickly eating and then I'm on to the next thing or I'm multitasking here or I'm doing this task also, whatever. Um, and it's just so important to remember like that is a huge piece of the puzzle. So anyways, that is why having quality snacks is huge. You know, sometimes I don't have the, the hours or the energy that I can focus into just mealtime, right? And I can't beef up my meals and sit down and get to this place of being as intentional as I like. And I'm, it's something that I'm working on. It's something that I encourage you to work on too. It's not perfect. Oh my goodness, it is messy. It is a messy process um, because we live in a fast paced world and we're constantly balancing all the things. And so I have had to really figure out what am I gonna do and how am I gonna create this into a habit of sitting down and actually beefing up my meals and enjoying the mealtime and being mindful and just, you know, staying in eating mode, so to speak, versus the multitasking mode. So anyways, back to the snacks. This is why I like to have quality snacks on hand, right? So some of, because again, in moments where I'm picking up the kids or I'm unable to just beef up my meals quite as much as I like, 
I like to make sure that if I need to, in a pinch, I have good quality snacks to lean on where I'm not you know, overdoing it with the wrong kinds of things or doing, you know, leaning into foods that I know aren't going to help me feel energized, that are going to, you know, cause my blood sugar to crash, that are going to cause me to want to take a nap, um, that aren't going to help me stay in that kind of stable energy space, right? So some of my favorite snacks, the key is looking at protein pack snacks as often as possible, right? As often as possible, not always easy, but as often as possible. Um, I love different protein bars, right? The key with protein bars is really paying attention to ingredients, right? You want to really make sure that they are as clean as possible, that they don't have a bunch of additives. They don't have a bunch of, you know, added sugar, stuff like that. Um, some of them do. Um, and some of the ingredients inside some of the bars really aren't the best for you, especially when it comes to gut health specifically, right? So make sure that you're really paying attention to ingredients. Um, some of my favorites are RX bars are my favorites. Aloha bars are my favorites. Um... I also like, I'm trying to think of the, I do like built bars, but if I'm honest, some of the ingredients in built bars have been hard for my gut. So I have to kind of pay attention to that. Um, I believe some of that is the whey protein and, and things along those lines that are inside some of those bars. So the biggest thing is when you're looking at an ingredients label, especially for bars, the less ingredients, the better, right? That's really the key with any label, but the less ingredients, the better, the things that you can pronounce, the better. If it's a bunch of things you can't announce and the ingredients is 45, 50 ingredients long, then it's got a lot of probably additives and things in there that aren't the best for your body, for your energy, for your gut, stuff like that. So clean bars are huge. We also love jerky personally. So I love chomps jerky. I love archer jerky, um, really any jerky. The key is again, looking at ingredients. Does it have added sugar? Have they, you know, infused some sort of flavor into it. What does that look like? So looking at ingredients, but jerky is another good one, another good protein pack snack. Um, we will do yogurt bowls if I can, right? So I love, I really do love yogurt. I do use yogurt quite a bit. Um, cottage cheese and fruit is a big one. I do love things like um, vegetables and hummus or avocado toast, something like that, right? Avocado toast with cottage cheese, some everything but the bagel seasoning on some sourdough bread, something like that, something fast and easy. Um, but the thing is, like, when you're looking for snacks, protein-packed as often as possible is going to be huge, right? Having a balance of protein, healthy fat, and carbohydrates that aren't necessarily quick carbs, but more like those slow, sustaining, complex carbs are better, right? For energy and for blood sugar stabilization. But just like you, I am learning over here, right? I'm trying my best to figure out what really helps my body feel its best and how can I help myself continue to feel good. And it's a process, just like so many other things, right? So again, to kind of recap my tips, number one is portion sizes for protein, right? Don't be afraid to up your portion size. Don't be afraid to, you know, really gauge how much protein are you actually getting. Again, the goal is anywhere from like 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight, right? So that is the best way to kind of really gauge is by getting a food scale. Um, just to kind of help you really understand what are you truly eating on the protein side? That is, that can be eye-opening, an educational experience um, and a learning opportunity. So I believe in the power of having a food scale just to give you an idea out of the gate on what exactly are you eating and how much are you eating of different kinds of foods. Um, again, good learning opportunity. So portion sizes, don't be afraid to beef them up, add in more, right? Add in extra things that are protein packed to things like shakes or protein packed ice creams um, or yogurt bowls, things along those lines. Um, we create acai bowls too in our house, things like that. So those are good ways to add an extra protein as well. 
and then having good protein packed snacks. Those are three things that I really try to focus on and it's not easy, oh my goodness. It is a journey trying to figure out like, again, what does your body need? What is your body, body craving? How do you actually get to this place of getting a good macronutrient balance? Um, how much protein are you actually getting? One of the best things I did, and this is what I will share with you, and I hope that this will empower you to do the same. One of the best things I did when I was trying to understand what kind of protein content am I actually getting, right? How quality is it? And how much am I getting is by tracking it a little bit more diligently, right? And getting a food scale, right? So I, again, I got a food scale on Amazon and the app that I like the most is called Lose It, right? There's a bunch, right? My Fitness Pal, Lose It, um, Chronometer, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of different apps that you can utilize. However, you know, you gotta kind of figure out what works for you. There's no one way. So you have to kind of trial and error and figure out what is gonna give you the best snapshot of what you're actually consuming from a nutritional standpoint. And when it comes to protein, how can you add in more? How can you keep beefing that up? It's not something that's gonna happen overnight and you shouldn't have that expectation of yourself either, right? It's something that you should slowly work your way into over time. And as you get more educated about what you're truly doing when it comes to your nutritional habits, you'll be able to make small changes that can become sustainable over time, right? The key is, with nutrition especially, is staying in the headspace of keeping it manageable for yourself, right? So don't feel like you have to go all in and change all the habits all at once. That's not realistic, that's not sustainable, and that should not be the thing that you expect of yourself. It's really about choosing one small thing or one small habit that you wanna focus on and that you want to address slowly work your way into it so you get to a place of feeling like you've you know kind of mastered it a little bit more than you have in the past and then move on to another habit that you can slowly instill as well and as you kind of do that you'll continue to stack your different habits and it will lead to more sustainable change and progress over time so i hope this was helpful for you guys if you ever have questions about you know nutritional habits you know adding in more protein some of my favorite brands anything like that don't ever hesitate to reach out thanks so much for tuning in Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of Empowered in Health. I am so incredibly grateful for you and cannot thank you for connecting here, for your support, for your encouragement, and just for the opportunity to really dive deeper on Inside Out Health and Wellness and talking about everything from fitness to nutrition, mental and emotional health, and so much more when it comes to how do we take care of ourselves as women. If you could do me a huge, huge favor and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you utilize, I would be so grateful. Your feedback, your ideas, your comments, how I've added value, things you want to see changed, you know, new topics, all of that would mean the world to me. And I would love to hear more from you. So thank you so much for your reviews, for your comments, for your connection. It means the world to me and the podcast as we continue to grow and serve as many people as possible. So I am so grateful for you guys. Never forget that your peace of mind matters. Mm -hmm.